Welcome to Don't Hold Back Podcast with your host, Ichiko Batmonk, founder of Don't Hold Back and a professional life and mindset coach. She's sharing transformational coaching journeys. We have thoughts, feelings, and emotions, but we are not our thoughts, feelings, or emotions. Are you curious about exploring and experiencing how you can unleash your full potential and passion? It all starts with you, and you are meant to live the life you desire. The purpose of this podcast is to introduce you to a coaching journey and what is available for you. Hope you get inspired and take action accordingly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Don't Hold Back podcast. And I'm so excited to have a beautiful Cassandra, my fellow coach. I'm so excited to interview her today. So, Cassandra, welcome. I'm so excited to have you today. Hi, Ichiko, and thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be part of this journey with you and share my story with others so that they can get inspired and stop holding back. Absolutely, exactly. I love interviewing my fellow coaches because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human and we have so much desire and we also have a lot of potential. So I want you to first introduce yourself, like, where you from, like where you are, it's so fascinating. And I'm just so inspired by you also. Like, that's why like, I really want to have you on my podcast to hey, like to show people what's possible for anyone. You can be anyone to get whatever you want in this world. And it's possible. That's the amazing thing about it. So welcome again. Thank you, um, Ishko. And I really appreciate all those kind words. <laughs> it always feels good when you can inspire others. So we can introduction about myself. So my name is Kassan Sherry. I'm from Haiti. So if you guys don't know where Haiti is, it's just an, a little island in the Caribbean. So a beautiful one. So, but... See, that's the thing. I, I didn't yeah. even know that at all. Like... I'm like, what? Where does this country exist? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. It's just like sometimes people just don't know where it is. But after that, they were like, oh, really? You know, and they start Googling it. And it's a wonderful country, a wonderful island. Well, of course, with the ups and downs, but it's my motherland. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's like any yeah. other country, anyway. There's always exactly. a good side and bad side of that. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. America yeah. has the same thing. Exactly. You know, it's, yeah. So, yeah. So, please introduce to yourself to, other, uh, to us about what had you to become a coach and really why did you become a coach? And I also want to learn a little more about your story. Like, you know, how you grew up and what was it like? Yes. So what really drove me into becoming a life coach? Because first of all, I always felt like people needed to have a, an example of what's possible for them, right? So in my country, like the background stories, like people tend to teach their little girls that they have to marry someone to be someone, <laughs> yeah, marry a rich man or marriage is like a end goal if you're not married it's an issue or you need to choose uh, mm-hmm. an husband that has money etc but in my family things were a little bit different because my, my my family we are three daughters right imagine teaching this to your daughters and well you don't even have a son it means that you have work and then right but my father always taught us that we can do anything we want in life. We can do, become whoever we want. And these 
the words really stuck with me, you know? And I, as the oldest, I was, I, I am the example to my sisters, right? So the burden was heavier on my, on, on my shoulder, but I loved it because as I'm growing up, I'm seeing what opportunity that the thoughts that my father was putting in our mind really made a big difference, you know? Mm. So I, I was fortunate enough to graduate from high school, went to college, graduated in college, and I even got two masters, And which is not something that always happens for women in my country who live in this country. So to me, it was really something that really said, uh, and then seeing that other women cannot uh, have this opportunity was like, for me, like, was a calling, right? I love yeah. seeing people <clears throat> succeeding. I love seeing people doing what they love, right? Because I had yeah. this freedom of choosing my own path, what I want to study, what I want to become and who I want to marry, you know? And having all those things. So having my own dreams, right? That was the most important thing, having my own dreams. Although sometimes your dreams can be uh, inspired from what you see around you, which is another subject. <laughs> and because sometimes you think this is your dream life, the, the dream life you want to have to have just because you saw other people do it. But at the end of the day, maybe it's not the case. But I had this opportunity, this freedom to choose the path I wanted. And thankfully, my sisters do. But seeing others didn't have this chance really made me wonder, how can I help? What was wrong? What was missing? So I was helping um, like other girls and um, to change their lives, like in a way, even if I didn't even know what um, life coaching was. Yes. I never knew what it was. I was like doing this like forever, like maybe for six years or six and plus years before I even knew what life life coaching was. But when I discovered that people were always saying, well, you need to start making money with this. You need to start it as a business. Maybe you can help people. And when I discovered life coaching, I was like, oh my God, this is something I've been doing forever, but I never <laughs> knew that was something that yeah. I could get paid for or something that was like an industry. So yeah, yeah basically that the background story of me becoming a life coach. You just didn't even know the title, you know, the coaching. Yeah, so the leveling. Yeah, I love that. So it's very interesting. Like you also like where it sounded very educated woman having a two master's degree. I mean, so do you mind sharing like what was that your major for? And also like, and then I heard you say that you in along the way, you've been helping others. And that's when you realize actually, this is exactly what I've been looking for. The coaching is the thing I've been doing forever in my life. Like, you know, of course I want to take it. Of course I want to do this, you know. I love that you had an amazing, I'm sure you had an amazing career, but what had you to, you know, shift that and change that? Because I'm usually someone who's really radical. Like when I want to do something, I'll just do it. Right. A radical, no matter how. I remember that you you did say that the other (laughs) day. I'm like, I love that. I'm just saying, remembering saying that again. (laughs) Yes. Because the thing is that when I need something, I want to have something, I go for it. However, I used to be a very perfectionist person. So if I was not 100% sure I will succeed in it, I will not um, try it. But now it's really different because now I learned how to embrace failure because this the thing is, I was afraid of failure. Because 
it's again <laughs> the way I was grow- yeah I grown up because my dad was like always you have to succeed you know but yeah. which was a good thing in a way but in another way it really made me not trying things that I was not 100% sure I would mm-hmm. be able to succeed well life is 50-50 right yes, so yes, yes. um Actually, I started working exactly uh, the exact year I, I graduated from high school, which is not common in my country because you have to be um, to study and have your college degree. Well, in other countries like in the United States, you get to get like jobs um, during the summer. But because, you know, the workforce, like the jobs in my country are not really that secured. So that was not an option for everyone. So I started working ever since I was like almost 18 because I graduated from high school. I, I was 17. And because I speak four languages. So there was this organization that came in my country because we had a major earthquake and they needed people to help them to rebuild and stuff like that, translators. So I, I started as a community um, liaison because I was able to speak the different language, both the community language and the um, American people who were here for the um, for the organization. So when I really, I was exactly studying and working in the same field. I was doing international relations uh, in um, in college. My major was mostly on international politics and international development. So I was going back, I was working in a city that was around two hours from where I was going to school. So it was like a little bit challenging, but was a good thing to do. Actually, my first two years, I was um, do, in two different universities at the same time and still working. So you're insane. I, oh my I gosh. Know, How I do know. you do that? <laughs> yeah, I was crazy because I would go to the one of the university in the morning. The other one in the afternoon, I was able to work uh, from home during the weeks for the first two years in college. But on the weekends, I will go to the job and work in person. So, but after two years, something happened in the country. So I had to leave one, uh, the state university had to leave it um, for safety. And then I only continued with one and the work. So while I was, the good thing about that is just like, I saw like how, Things were meant to be the way they went, right? Because what I was studying was aligned with what I was doing at my job. Sometimes I would use my experience to do my homework. Sometimes I will use uh, the things I've learned in school to apply to the job. So that was a win-win. That was a good thing, right? Mm. But as I was growing up and after that, I ended up working for the United Nations in my country. And that was amazing. You know, all the jobs I have had, I love them because... Somehow they shaped who I am right now. But I always felt there was something missing. Well, everyone else was like, oh my goodness, you have a wonderful life for your age. You're yeah. just wonderful, you know? And with this week, someone even texted this to me and she said, oh my goodness, for well, everything you've done for your age, I think that's wonderful and stuff like that. But as, because now she's in my Facebook group, she said, as I am listening to you, I finally understand there's more to to just having a a wonderful job, getting the high paying stuff, you know, than just this. I was like, yeah, because well, everyone was like, I won't be happy if I were you. I was feeling that there was a wall, there was a gap and that I needed to fill. And Mm. so although they were doing impacts, the organization, they were doing some good jobs, but I felt my calling was just not doing like something that is just helping the mass like in a wall but helping the mass 
individually. When I'm saying individually, so that something that will help them as a person, but not just as something that will just help their area. Because when you help the person, the, the people in the city, the people of the area, they are able to make the change they need to have in their zone, right? In their uh, hometown, right? So that's where I was doing. And I was like, uh-uh, I can't still be doing this like that. And also I felt like it was just not only about the money, but about the feeling fulfilled. So yeah. I, yeah, this is what I, this is where I was. So then I said, you know, I am done like, you know, being in the office. Yes. Getting the money, which is good, good experience, but feeling that I was not happy enough and I was not yeah. fulfilled. Then I was like, okay, it's time to take the leap of faith. <laughs> and then wow. here I am doing coaching. Yeah. Amazing. I love that story. You know, there are so many also people have an amazing career, but they still don't feel like they're like fulfilled. You know, they they also no, notice their gap. Yeah. I mean, I'm the I have the same too. Like I was going to be, I was an accountant. I was going to be a CPA. It's a prestigious career and everything else. Yeah. But like, I just don't see myself doing that rest of my life. All that the money is good. You know, you can yeah. make good money. So that's so courageous what you have done, you know. So what would you recommend it to people perhaps who wants to fulfill their, you know, their needs and their desire? Because I really also believe that, that you know, there's always more to it. And why not we can fulfill it? And it's I really believe that that's possible for everyone else also. Yeah. And that's why I've been doing the things that I truly desire and want too, like, I'm from a third world country, Mongolia. Like I could be living in my circumstances if I choose to, but I don't choose to live that. I, you know, I can do this. I'm capable, you know, I'm telling myself I'm capable. I can do this and I'm doing it. You know, it wasn't that easy journey. No, but, but I, you know, I want to do it. I don't care whatever it takes. I want to do it because I know that I only have one life, you know, and I, I want to leave and I want to get everything what I want. Like, why not? You know, it's possible. So that's the thing. And yeah, what would you recommend it to people? I would recommend them like, you know, as always, stop hanging out in confusion. Find clarity. Because when you are... <laughs> love it. Yeah, love it so true. When you out in confusion, you're just losing time. Because guess what? Doing <laughs> what you really love is easy, but at the same time, very hard. Why? When you are out in confusion you are losing time and it feels hard because you have no di- direction to go right but when you find the clarity you really know what is it that you really want for your life mm-hmm. what you want your dream life to look looks like it doesn't matter if it is just um you know hanging out on the street with your backpack that's your life right this is the dream yeah. life that you have for yourself and yeah. who am i to judge your dream life right but mm-hmm. be clear on what you really want for your life. And mm-hmm. from there, mm-hmm. start taking actions. Yeah. Because when you are clear about it, you will know what direction to take. Because let's say you want to be someone who's selling um, laptop computers, right? You're clear about that. So now, yeah. now you know where you have to go buy the computers or even learn to make computers if you yeah. this is what your wish is. And then... From there, you start having the computers and selling them because you are clear on your mind. So mm-hmm. if you are not clear, 
you'll be just running around in a maze trying to find direction well you don't know where you are going because you don't know what you want you don't know where you want to be so yeah. it's all uh, it's always my um advice to people you need to be clear and stop ending out on confusion I love that. Thank you for sharing. And coaches can help you if you choose to also. Exactly. Uh, that's available <laughs> for you also for anybody, right? There's mm-hmm. so many millions of coaches out there willing to help you and serve you. I want to also touch on uh, what you said about you were afraid of failure, right? I love that because I only, it's not a fun to say, but I love it because I was there too. <laughs> I was there too, but I think also like people perhaps also like scared of taking action because they think that they're going to fail too. So, Mm -hmm. and it's funny also, like I'm saying it because like now I know also there are a lot of people love winning. So if you are scared of failing, that means perhaps you just love winning. (laughs) That's what it is, you know? Yeah, I think, I mean, I kind of like, I don't know how, why I think that way, but I felt like that's like that's like sounds like you too like you just love winning you know you don't want to yeah. lose so you know you're exactly. afraid of losing <laughs> I think like a lot of people are like that I really think yeah. share with us like how did you also overcome the feeling of failure okay so me being scared of failure as you just shared because I love winning I love succeeding <laughs> you know that's <laughs> what I thought okay I yes I, I got love it winning, right who doesn't want to win but yeah. At the end of the day, so what I don't want to be having is like wondering what if I tried and I succeed. I don't Mm. want to be living in regrets. Mm. So, you know, so I... I, You're the same way. I love it. Yeah, I know. That's funny that because today I shared a post talking about taking the leap of faith even though you're not ready, right? So Mm -hmm. first of all, you need to be wary and aware of regrets. Will you be regretting not taking actions just because you were um, in your fear mode? Or will you regret if you took the action? But you will never know if you will regret if you took the action because you didn't take the action, right? So as I'm called to be a leader. I have to be acting as a leader, right? I have to be in my leader mode, right? And leaders don't hang out with maybes. So, <laughs> yeah, we don't leave it. Yeah, they take definitive decisions. I love yeah, that. They wow. take definitive decisions. So I was looking at, I read a lot of um, John C. Maxwell books a lot. Ever since I was like 14, I think. My dad used to read really? those books. Yeah. And it really stuck it was stuck with me that it was always saying that you need to embrace failure failure help you and stuff like that i can say Mm. this man is crazy how would failure help me i was 14 right so as i've been like growing up and remembering what he said and reading the 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 books again i definitely understand so when you fell you are one step further than where Mm. when you didn't take action at all why because when you fell you know this doesn't work or this as an issue that you have to fix. So at least you know where you are at now, right? You know mm-hmm. what to do next. But when you don't take actions at all, you just don't know. You don't know what you yeah. don't know, right? Yeah. So to me, like this stuff, like, no, I don't know what I don't know. And I um like, sometimes I would say, I wish I did that, but I didn't do yeah. it. It's all my fault because I didn't take action, right? Mm-hmm. So I... I was tired of living in this mode, like saying, what if I did this, right? With Mm, the regrets. And I didn't want to be spending my whole life with those regrets. And, you know, let my little, you know, step by step, because sometimes I still have those, you know, mindset blocks because mindset blocks are like 
so into your life even though you work on your mind yes when you do the mindset work you're able to catch the thoughts and fix them but they will come right this is our yeah. point so i was tired of having those thoughts saying that what if you did that maybe if you you have done it you would have succeed you know and you're only getting closer to where you want to be exactly right? exactly so i was like you know what if i fell so what you know It's my life, no matter what other people have to say, if I fail, no matter what people have to think, that's their responsibility, not mine, because I am seeking for something that I want for myself, for me, mm-hmm. not for them. So if I fail, that would be my failure. And I really started uh, doing those mindset work into really accepting that sometimes people fail, people win, so and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. So the acceptance is the key, right? So exactly. I think what's what's really what it is is it really it doesn't really matter uh, what other people think about you when you fail. It's really how you think about yourself when you fail. But I understand. I know myself also. I have gone through that too because what I was so scared of is like I don't want to feel this fear. You know, I don't want to feel this uh, the failure. I'm sorry. I just don't want to feel it because it's just I feel like if I feel it I I I feel like I can't get out of the mindset. Like I'm going to be very fail, you know, like I don't know how to get out of my mind. You know, that was to me even more scared than anything else, but I get yeah. coached on it. So, I'm like ready to embrace anything and everything and feel the feeling and process the emotion and get out yeah. of there, you know, faster. Exactly. Another thing I want to touch on was you mentioned about like if you're not taking action you're not going to go you know you're not going to get closer to where you want to be like what mm-hmm. do you want in your life right it's I feel like it's the same concept as like uh asking something what you want it right and oftentimes people just don't ask the things what they really wanted because they're just so scared to ask and then I think there are a lot of assumption people have in their mind they're assuming I think they're just kind of like when they think when they think about what they really wanted they also thinking about the, their past to what they have done in the past before. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that is literally like holding them back, you know, not to take action because somebody say maybe they have asked that in the past and then somebody say no a few exactly. times and then they always think, "Oh, I tried that and I did that, I asked that." So the person yeah. say no. and the next person perhaps say no too maybe i'm not, i shouldn't ask it it's just you know too much trouble or whatever they think right yeah, so it's funny because like on my birthday um there's a a guy i'm dating and i was gonna ask like i didn't ask him to come to me to my birthday because i thought he's gonna say no <laughs> silly because i I, had, I, was, i was in a relationship in the past and we broke up uh and i broke up with him and um you know entering a new just dating but i thought he's gonna say no because like you know the old you know that my past relationship was he literally always usually say no to me oh i'm like thinking he's gonna say no anyway like why 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 even try <laughs> I'm just laughing because you know these are all those things I've been talk- talking about this week like bringing your past in your future you know you see what you're doing to yourself you're just like you were just bringing what happened to you in the past into now you don't know what you would answer right yeah. and yeah. there's this um sentence I know in French but I can I'm trying to translate it that it says that asking only costs you one moment of embarrassment while never asking cost you a whole a lifetime of embarrassment 
because you never know what would happen, right? Yeah. So you should have just asked, and that was just one moment of if he says no, so what, and then just I move know. on. But if he said yes, you would have been spending a good time with them on your birthday. <laughs> exactly. So that's the thing. Yeah. Like that's something. Also, I'm like literally also learning, and like, like oh, I see. Like, you know, I shouldn't make a decision based on the, my past. You know, because. Mm-hmm. Everyone is actually different, and I actually had a conversation with him about that. He said, "I would come if you asked me." You didn't ask me. He's like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> exactly. See, <laughs> so you're just so, assuming what it will take before you even give him the opportunity to yes, say something. Yeah. yeah, it's just so interesting. The same thing with the going after for your dream and whatever whatever you want. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta just do something about it and taking action. How do you find the things that you really truly wanted? Like, oh. like let's just say the dream and passion. You know, how do you find that? All right. So as I just said before, I really always find clarity because I know where okay. um, I know my my strength in a way, and I know my weaknesses. But I do you know a lot. I do a lot of thought downloads because sometimes we have so many thoughts at us at a minute that sometimes they are just like running around so and so true. what i do i take a pause and do some rough drafting drafting so that i can have like seeing what is going on sometimes the thoughts don't coordinate so then what i do i take myself outside of myself and start coaching the person that stays in and putting myself in a coach mode right and see what would i say to a client if that was her having those thoughts so I start, you know, embodying the client mode and both the coach mode. Also, um, when I am drafting my, my thoughts, just like sometimes um, the things that I thought I would, I want to be having or, but I don't feel the way I feel about it was not happy. I was not happy. Sometimes, you know, like unconsciously, you say you want something just because your neighbor wants it yeah, so without yeah. knowing. So when you take a pause and journal, do your thoughts downloads, you do the worth drafting. If you have still have confusion, it really helps you get clarity. So the next step when I, I get clarity, you and I know about the model. So I do my model and um, what I do when I do my model, I really want to feel like her, like this person I want to be, this future me. So like um, this, the version of myself when I get those things. And see if this feeling is something that I really want to be feeling. So it's all about mastering myself, mastering myself, my mind, my actions, because all of these are connected. So I know that's yes. a little bit something that we need to detail more for the audience. But um, I think like the model to me is really something that has helped me a lot with clarity and also creating the and the journey of creating my dream life. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that. Thank you. So on the note, so maybe maybe it's time to perhaps talk about mindset as well, like why and how is it so important, right? I don't know if you are so allowed to like share like our module, but like I what I can share is like our thoughts like creates our result and exactly. whatever you thinking is actually literally manifested. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. And if yeah. it's bad, and sometimes we wonder why we created this result, we just have to like literally backtrack and think about what, what were you thinking to create the result, right? Exactly. Um, so yeah. So what would you like to say about a mindset? Really? Uh, what is also your definition of mindset? Mindset. If we're just translating from 
word to her is the, the way you set your mind. <laughs> you yeah, right? So the way you set your mind. So to me, mindset is um, not just the way you set your mind, but also it's more about your identity, who you are being, right? Mm. Who you are being, who you are being is all about how you, sh- you act in and on your life, how you mm-hmm. show up and how you see yourself. More importantly, how you see yourself. Yeah, so, I that, love that. That's yeah, so it's true. all about that. Because a mindset, if you just like, okay, I'm doing the mindset work. Okay, you have a coach, etc. But if the way you see yourself doesn't change, the way you will show up and act in and on your life will not, will, will not change at all. Because it's all about changing your first self first. And then the moment, the moment that you want to be mastering yourself, changing yourself, finding the, the, the identity that you really know that you are meant to be having, Mm-hmm. You are ready to change your mind. And when mm-hmm. you change your mind, you know, everything else just changes. The way you act, the yes. way you talk, the way you show up, and the way yeah. you love yourself too. That's the yeah. biggest thing. The way that you love yourself and accept yourself. Because most of the time, the biggest issue we have is just with us. You know, with yeah. ourselves, right? Because we're not accepting ourselves the way we are. Because frankly, sometimes the, the version that we are seeing now is not the version that we is that the version for our dream life, right? Yeah. But the moment that you start, like, do the self-mastery work means that accepting you the way you want to be, the, the identity you want for yourself, you become limitless. It's just game on. You just, like, yeah. do everything, yeah. So to me, it, um, as you said, like, thoughts create results. Sometimes people, like, wonder, how come, right? But <laughs> yep. Because, like, I, I used to like I used I, I remember myself like I was having a hard time believing that too because it just doesn't seem not true to me at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you really take of it uh, of it, it's like I just I I always share that the reason why it's hard for you to believe that your thoughts create the results because your thoughts go so fast that you don't have time to really catch them and test them and see. <laughs> You know, they're just like running around, you know, and you yeah. just have to catch them, pause, test them. And all those thoughts, true, all these thoughts wild, all they noble, all those things that you should be thinking about yourself. Like yeah. saying, I am a procrastinator. Why would you think this about yourself? Yeah. You know, yeah. why would you think that? Are these thoughts really true or just because the thoughts are just running around, you just like um, attributing those thoughts to yourself. So when you really think about it, the way you feel. So good. <laughs> yeah, I know. The way so you feel. So good. I love it. Ask yourself, how come I feel this way? Let's say, I yeah. took this example on my uh, training uh, recently, not this one I did this week, but like I think two or three months ago, I was about to start my my my, my coaching and then my computer phones. Mm. I was like, okay, okay, computer. I was just sitting like that, just laughing. <laughs> and then when I finally started, because that was not under my control. That was not me. That was not my fault because am I the computer? No, I'm not going to take responsibility for the computer. I'm taking responsibility for myself. Yeah. And I could have had a different reaction, right? I could yeah. have been mad and be like, but if I were mad, showing up for my training, I would be so um, you know, frustrated. I wouldn't be able to deliver well. While I was talking to the people to change the thoughts, I would be like, not me, myself, not yeah. doing what I was teaching. And then when yeah. I showed up and I said, thank you for your patience, they were like, they were like confused because my computer just worked. I couldn't do anything. I just laughed. Yeah. They were like kind of confused. I said, let me tell you something. Because I just laughed, 
I was just feeling amused by the computer. And yeah. then when it works, I was okay. But if I was mad, I will come, I will show up frustrated and, and the energy will have go toward them and they will feel like something is wrong, you know? But yeah. it's just about the thoughts that you choose to be having in mm-hmm. any circumstance. Because in any circumstance, you can have all the different feelings you want. You can have all the different thoughts you want. It's all about the choice that you make. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So it's so true, right? I mean, there's so many thoughts in our mind. Like we have like 60,000 thoughts a day or something yeah. like that. 60, over 60,000. It's a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you said, the thoughts literally come to your mind, right? And then I feel like people kind of take it very seriously when they have the bad thought about themselves. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, when the thought comes like, oh, I'm not good enough or I can't do this thing. And they're, mm-hmm. oh, I can't do it. Shit. Like, you know, they kind of take it very seriously. And the, when the good thought comes, they don't really, oh yeah. Like, you know. Yes. This that's, like, that's a wrong thinking. I know. <laughs> that's the bad thing that we do. Like when the good things are coming up, but you know, again, it's our brain because we, guess what let's say you you know about mindset like 20 years of your life but the 20 past years you have been like doing all those things you never knew that you have to catch your thoughts and fix them and test them it will be hard for you to really teach the brand because the brand is wired to be efficient and consistent because it's just like no this is not what we knew each go away we knew that you have to take that you can't do this i'm just taking a random example actually yeah but when you are able to con- to master your thoughts, means that you are able to control your thoughts, not letting them control your life. Yeah, that's it. Change- yeah, it's a game changer, right? Because it's just, it just like surrender, yeah. accept to unlearn, and we learn so that the brain can adjust. Because the brain yeah. is just like a kid, just uh-huh. following whatever um the path the parent is giving is giving him, but. It's your choice to say, okay, I have to take control of my uh, of my thoughts. Yes, it will be a hard work at the beginning. I'm telling you, it's challenging, yeah. but it gets easier while you go. It get it it gets easier. Yeah, definitely. It's just yeah. literally anything, right? Even when yeah. you're riding a bike and when you're learning exactly. new things, it's always it's ne- never was easy. And yeah. okay, like you know what I mean? Like learning is learning things are actually like it's uncomfortable it's so new to you you're not mm-hmm. used to it. it makes sense why you're struggling so accept that you're gonna struggle a little bit to get where you want to go right exactly so I love it and I want to kind of also touch on a little bit about the thoughts right and now your identity about mm-hmm. yourself so I love yeah. that because maybe now there are a lot of it's some people not a lot I don't know like People sometimes weep themselves as like, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I am this, I am fat, I am, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm rich, I'm poor. So they have identity, usually kind of bad identity. And they so believe that that's so true to them, you know, mm-hmm. because perhaps I believe maybe they find a lot of evidence for themselves that they're not good enough, they're not smart <laughs> enough, right? But, you know, it's like you, like you said earlier, like you said, it's really how you weave yourself and everything starts with you. And if that's how you weave yourself, you can't, you know, create the things you want to create and you can't have the beautiful relationship with people, others, right? Because if that's how you weave yourself, that's what you're going to attract. So really good luck, right? So, 
So like, but I understand like it could be really hard to change because that's what you believe and that's your literally your identity. Mm-hmm. But please, I share with us. I mean, is it possible that they could actually believe they are good enough? They can do this. They are smart enough. And is it possible? Yeah. Okay. First of all, I want to say like a lot of time people speak for outside validation and approval, and uh, that's always why they think I'm fat. I am, I'm not good enough based on what? Yeah. Based on what other people think, based on what people, other people said, maybe based mm-hmm. on what the society says it's fat or not, right? Yeah. You are always seeking for outside validation. I'm sorry, it's going to be really hard, even impossible to really believe something else. Mm. Because your self-acceptance comes within, right? You mm-hmm. have to start believing in you like Stop! Stop believing the outside validation. You know, like my thing with failure was just because what if people people know take I know they know I'm smart, but if I fail, they would take I'm no longer smart in, anymore. That was one of the thoughts I was I used to have when I was scared of failure. Right? They always mm-hmm. say, "Oh, she's so smart." You know, sometimes uh, you know the good the good validations can be really um something that you. get yeah. yeah no that really hold you back. Yeah, but I was like, mm, oh, that's so like, interesting, yeah. Todd. I love you know, that. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Know, oh, what if they think I'm no longer smart? You know, because I was seeking for the, <laughs> I the see. outside validation. But when I started to living for me, like my life for my for my life for me, I started thinking differently. Mm-hmm. They know I'm smart. They know I'm not smart. That's their problem. That's not yeah. mine. You know, Absolutely. because I know my words and stuff like that. But at the same time, to be able to make this shift, you have to be equipped with tools and strategies that will help you create habits that you can use on Wednesday and repeat. Why? Because those doubts will still come. Those outside issues will still come back, right? But you have to be equipped with tools and strategies like mindset strategies that that you will get from a coach as we were saying that a coach can help you with that because your coach has been there and she knows it's hard she knows it will be challenging she knows best best because she has been there but because she has already she's already equipped with the strategy and tools uh, to create the habit of catching yourself and bring yourself back when doubt when fear when you tend to seek for outside validation you will see that this is just outside uh, a work in progress. It's something yeah. that you do. That's why we talk about doing mindset work daily because yeah. it's not always easy. It's like praying. You pray daily, do mindset work daily. You drink coffee every day, yes, because you want to stay awake, yes. But you want to be, you want to be um all focused on your life every day too. So you need to do the mindset work every day, right? Yes. Just like coffee. To stay awake and stay away from the outside influence in your life. So it's all about that. Having the tools and strategies to always do it every day. Because I'm telling you, we are humans, always going to come back. But yes. you have to be ready when it comes so that mm. you can um, take control over, mm. then letting it taking control over you. Yeah, I love that. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. Exactly, right? When you know how to deal with that, right? So like you can actually overcome instead of feeling bad about Mm -hmm. yourself. 
yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's really life is all about to really dealing with the whatever situation you're coming in your way. Mm-hmm. You know, these these are the people are the one who are successful because they have overcome that. Because yeah. I know that the fact that not single person who are successful are never they all gone through this failure to get yeah. there wherever they if you hear that all of the people who have succeeded if you hear their story they always yeah. have gone through shit to get where they want to go right exactly so I, I think that's the fact i mean exactly. um yeah and i love that what you said about like i was thinking about elon musk um such amazing not he's very smart very successful man right and he has failed but i don't know how how did he deal with it when when he failed right i don't think he wasn't looking for validation right but you know oftentimes we're human we kind of feeling insecure about ourselves and we Mm -hmm. feel kind of like you know kind of think about others as well so it's no wonder but yeah i think i like to kind of like think about the bigger people and i wonder how did they deal with like failures as i always say like um, especially to entrepreneurs and women in general, because you know we are em- so emotional. <laughs> we are so emotional that if we that the work is harder for us to do because we always let our emotion take over the thoughts, mm-hmm. take over everything. Yeah. So what I always say that to you need to have a system to bounce back quickly from failure. So I always say like the two basic things when it comes to entrepreneurship or in life in general. So it's have is having a strong entrepreneurial safety net when i'm saying safety net is that i'm not talking about money having a group of entrepreneurs who have been there done that this may be a group coaching this may be a mastermind this may be a coach to really mm. help you because you know what because at some point in their life even though it's not the exact same situation they went through something similar and so mm-hmm. because they went there they over they overcame it they can coach you on it or help you or support you into um, bounce back from this story. Yeah. And second, you need to have a strong personal safety net. It might be your best friend, even though they, they might don't understand you, what you're doing in your business. So I'm just talking for people who are entrepreneurs right now. But if you are not an entrepreneur, it's always good to go find help from an expert, someone who knew, who knows what you're talking about or experience what you yeah. are going through. So when you have those two safety nets, a strong personal safety net and a strong entrepreneurial safety net, I'm telling you, you will fail for sure, but you will bounce back quickly from failure when you have those kind of supports. Love that. Love Mm -hmm. that. Thank you. Wow. What a wisdom. Thank you for sharing. So, you know, also entrepreneur world is so such a lonely world, right? And we feel so lonely. We're trying to figure out a lot of things and it's really (laughs) challenging. And I know, I know what you're talking about. So now I want to ask you, who do you help? Okay. Right now, I help only women of color. Only, I love it. Yeah, like only women of color. I used to be helping women in general, but now I only help women of color. Why? First of all, women of color tend to never, this happened to me, can never relate to other women because of our experience. Oh my God, I feel that too. I know, because I'll be, you know, I have a coach Canadian. She's actually right. But she loves, she, she understands people, you know, but at the same time, she will never understand what it means to be me, right? So mm-hmm. when I first um, signed up with her, I was the only woman of color in our mastermind, which oh, was wow. okay. But they were always nice. We, we have a good relationship. We still are, are connected with each other. Yeah. 
But sometimes they will be talking about things. I was, I would be like, I have no clue what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. I'll be talking about something. They will say, but tell me, oh, can you explain? Because they don't understand, you know? So I remember like one day we were talking about um, what if you were to spend more money in a handbag or a shoes and they were saying some brand. I was like, I don't even know those brands, <laughs> you know? Because first of all, I never saw them in my country. Second, even though I travel and I see them, but sometimes I, because I was not focusing on them, I don't remember them. Yeah. It's just like, just all those little things. You see, like, I'm just thinking the like Wyndham examples of just the little things to see uh-huh. like how deep we can be. So when we are talking about, you know, um, I'm from a total country, when I'm talking about how hard it is for someone to get $1, like we, when I, we connected on that too, because yes, we know yeah. how hard it is for people from our home, um, hometown or our country to really afford coaching or to really yeah. afford something. So it's just like, I was like, okay, I know I was, even if I was fortunate enough to have a high paying uh, job for my country, it was sometimes challenging for me to just invest this whole amount of money and without thinking about like, you know, my cousins who maybe need a little bit of help, you know, my, the, the, my, my, my goddaughter may need help, you know, and just giving all this money to coaching, just like, I will do it for, I do it for myself, but at the same time, I, I cannot stop myself from taking to the others who can't afford it. So um, not only I want to create a space, I wanted to create a space where women can relate to each other, but second, also providing a service that will be a high value service, but still affordable for any women of color. Oh, that's so beautiful. It sounds yeah. so generous to these people. <laughs> and, but here's one thing I will tell you this. You know, you are in this mastermind. You have gone through a lot of things and you have hired a coach. So, yeah. but you paid for everything, you know, yeah. you, you afforded it. So if you can afford it, they can afford it too. It's um, also it a lot is. to do with the mindset. Because yeah. I also have the same story in my mind too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Mongolians, I don't think they can afford me. It's, you know, it's because of the American yeah. currency versus Mongolian currency, right? Mm-hmm. And then even I got this client it's, who is from Nigeria. It's like the currency wise is so different. It's going to be mm-hmm. so much for them, even though I'm not that expensive, but I, it's still like a standard, right? Yeah. So... But like, I used to have this story, like, I don't think they can afford me. I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> More per se. But yeah, I mean, like, if I can afford it, they can afford it too. But you just kind of willing to go after what you really want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Actually, that's like, I am not into the mindset that if they, I can, if they can't afford it. But I'm just into the, um, the mindset that I know how much you have to sacrifice to uh, pay for it you know I see it's not all about I can't afford it because we always find a way right I totally oh, agree yes. with that. yeah we always find a way because at the end of the day you always find a way to get what you want right but at the same time what I really into uh, I'm really leaning on is that I don't want them to be having the thought of the, the thought I had I paid this and probably my cousin uh, need um, a book to go to school so now I would love to ask you, do you have a complimentary, you know, session to the people who perhaps are also interested in working with you? 
All right. So I do complimentary calls uh, when people are interested in working with me. But first, what I do for my private coaching, they go through an application. Mm. But right now, I am currently promoting my group coaching program called oh. Upgraded. It's all about so you know, self-mastery, mind actions in yourself, mastering your mind, your action yourself to create a dream life, to create what you want for your life. Right, mm-hmm. the way you want it on your own terms, not what society said. What not? That's not how mommy and daddy said, but how you will really <laughs> feel that you will be. That's true, though. <laughs> how you yes. will feel that you were excited about how um, the life that will make you, you know, want to wake up every morning, even on Monday mornings, you know, yes, <laughs> to yes. really wake up and do what you love. Yeah, love that. Thank you. That's very generous. Okay. Uh, next question. So what, this is going to be the last, what legacy do you want to leave this world? I want to leave this world uh, knowing that every single woman, especially women of color, I'm sorry, but I really love my women of color because we've been through a lot that they know that they are enough. They can become whoever they want. Mm. They have the white and they deserve to be whoever they want. And also create the dream life they want for themselves not what people want for them but they know that if they want to be selling pineapple only every day that's totally okay that's no matter the path they choose or even people judge them they know that's the choice they have made for themselves yeah i love that wow beautiful thank you so where people can find you all right, people can find me on my IG that is underscore Cassandra Sherry underscore. And also on my website, you can visit www.cassandsherry.com. And on Facebook, I'm Cassandra Windsor Sherry Charles is my full name. <laughs> and yes, and also on iCho podcast, you can also go there and listen to me talking to you guys if you want to listen this to this podcast <laughs> you can definitely do that because um i think that ishko and i we shared a lot that will be helping you even though you you never decide to work with any of us yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah i'm gonna make sure put every uh, everything on the show now so thank yeah. you so much it's it has been a pleasure speaking with you me too thank you ishko you're welcome 